the visual of the crowd just watching their god hit the floor is so funny to me. It's in my contract. We have to use it. It's in your contract. <laughs> I'm Robert Therrell. I'm Chase Bridges. And we both want to be screenwriters. So listen along as we find out how. Each week, we'll outline a new short film. And maybe even write some of our favorites. This is Written By. How you doing, Chase? I am... Okay, so I... The first thing that came to my head was, like, the word scrumptious. Okay. But I felt like that would not be a... Like, that's not an actual response I'm allowed to give to, All like, right, how are you poppins. doing? <laughs> how are you feeling? Scrumptious. Oh. Delightful, even. Splendid. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the number one podcast in America... We've won 17 awards since our first episode aired. Yeah, this is our first time recording since we launched, which is exciting. We're already <laughs> number eight in Hong Kong. Switzerland is really taken to us. We're number three at the charts over there. Surprisingly, America hates us. Yeah, so like if anyone's like written by pod, I haven't heard of that. Who are these two nobodies? Just to, just know that like everywhere else, we're super popular. Yeah, 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 yeah. In in non-English speaking countries mostly. Dude, well, I'm ready. I'm ready to just jump right into this. Let's fill the Franco and say, let's let's get into this. All right. Got a beautiful bowl over here. All these topics. I have selected. Ooh, I got cult. Oh man, a cult. Short film about a cult. All right. This is one of those that is just kind of like so uh large like it's it's super vague so i feel like these are the ones where it takes us like 20 minutes just to get an idea going because we just have like (laughs) yeah but see we've been around it a few times so now we know just like right off the bat we really do have to like really quickly zone in hyper focus on one thing so uh i live in a cult does that count I mean, if Christian universities count as cults, we kind of already did this, but (laughs) I think they count. I, (laughs) yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to argue, but okay. I guess let's start with the dictionary definition of cult. Uh, So that's another thing. The Wi-Fi has been terrible here this week. Uh, Well, I got it. Oh yeah. You go ahead. You go ahead then. All right. Dictionary definition of a cult, a system of religious veneration and devotion directed toward a particular figure or object. Uh, Also, a relatively small group of people having religious beliefs or practices regarded by others as strange or sinister. Also, a misplaced or excessive admiration for a particular person or thing. So right off the bat, I feel like one of the most interesting things about cults to me is the ones that are like that are very heavily focused on one like very charismatic person and there's like one person who's like he's such like a type a extrovert like everyone likes this person he has a lot of (laughs) charisma that so many people just can't help but listen to him and like believe what he says and like fueled by like narcissism delusion a little bit of both like a massive of following delusions (laughs) 
Yeah, okay, but a mixture yeah. of delusion and narcissism leads to him thinking like he's God or he's super in touch with God. And yeah, he amasses a following and gets them to do his bidding. Yeah, right off the bat, I think we could have a really fun cult leader character. Yes. Like like classic hippie, like long hair, wears a robe. Do we try to do like a quick short about like some like nobody that's trying to like start his own religion, but it's like super small <laughs> in the beginning stages. And there are maybe like two or three <laughs> other people that are on board. It's like in Flight of the Concord, it's how they have one fan, but that one fan follows them like <laughs> religiously. Yeah. Cause like, how do you get started with a cult? I think a lot of, I mean, a lot of cults like kind of branch off of other religions where it's like, I studied this text or this belief system and actually I'm special and God told me something a little bit different. So all y'all on this thing, come jump ship to me. So what if our cult leader is a comedy writer and uh-huh. he writes a blog and his blog is this religion that he's made up and it slowly but surely is just gaining all of this traction online. And the next thing you know, he has like a genuine cult. Oh, OK. So he makes a fake religion like as a joke. And then he just discovers out of the blue one day that a bunch of people are really doing it. That's not too dissimilar to Scientology. Right. So he he makes a religion as a joke. Like he's just he's doing a satirical like uh, creating his own religion, like a Pastafarian or, or uh-huh. Scientology kind of thing. And then yeah. next thing you know, people are genuinely involved and in sending him money. And so he's like, oh, there's a lot of money to be made in this. And then it just hyper escalates to the point where they have like a commune and people are worshiping him like it just jumps so quickly yeah yeah i like the idea overall that does sound like a feature idea and i'm trying to think like what's the what's the best way to do it super quick yeah another thing going off of that is it'd be really fun if our character our writer character who made the fake religion discovered people were into it like tries to play along and like tries to play like a messiah figure because he's like i'm just a down on my luck writer my books aren't selling i'm a i'm a (laughs) become a religious figure (laughs) i mean that is really funny and i've always like secretly i've always really wanted to kind of create my own religion right just because like the rules you could come up with would be so funny okay yeah so what if what if this guy is like he's an author he wrote maybe like this fantasy novel or something and like his books didn't sell. He's a nobody. What if it's like, it's a book that was released on paperback like 20 or 30 years ago (laughs) and like people forgot about it, but like some person picked it up in some random bookstore, like used bookstore, read it and rallied a bunch of people around it. Like this is a true religion. The short film could kind of take place with like, he discovers, wait a minute. People, people are worshiping my fake deities that I made for my uh, my elf book. Or <laughs> it's like a it's like a Twilight esque book, maybe. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like what because we only have so many. Like we have very little pages. So like, what what point can we like jump into? So I think we could. We would begin with the young author getting his book published. Just like a one-shot thing that kind of communicates that. And then, or I don't know, something to communicate that this dude 
was an author and his book wasn't successful. But then we just like we have a shot of some random person in a used bookstore pulling it off the shelf, being entranced by the cover, another shot of them reading it and they're like freaking out. And then you just cut to him receiving the news. And so we kind of get we kind of get all that exposition and maybe just like a few shots and then like the bulk of the film is him figuring out people worship my book and <laughs> what am I going to do about that? Okay, so what if we what if we like open with him and he's he's staring at a blank word document and like the little cursor is just blinking and blinking and blinking and he's just staring at the blank screen and he's just like visibly frustrated and then he mm-hmm. looks up at the TV which is just kind of playing for background noise and it's Joel Osteen. <laughs> uh-huh. And and he looks at that and he, and then it, the like the on the TV, it cuts to the the just hundreds of thousands of people in attendance listening to Joel, and then it cut. And then we cut back to the dude, and he's like, "Hmm." And so basically, the big idea being like, "Well, you know what? That guy's making a ton of money. What if I did that?" I would almost. I w- I love that scene. I would do that, but I w- I would almost like put that a little later. I would be like, after like establishing, someone found this random book that was just a fantasy book that he thought nothing of. He was like, wow, people are actually worshiping my thing. I, I better just tell them it was just a story. I don't know. Then he looks up. He sees Joel Osteen on TV, all the people worshiping. And he's like, wait a minute. Actually, no, hold on. let me slow my made. roll a little. Let me, yeah. <laughs> but then where do we go from there, though? If we're trying to do this in like super short film, maybe like split up into three parts. First part is... He's down on his luck, but somebody found his book. Second part is him maybe contemplating like, huh, people are really worshiping the deity I made up. And then the third part could be him. Maybe we jump like a little forward in time and he's like wearing these super fancy, like weird sci-fi robes. And he's in a building with a bunch of people and he's like trying to preach or something. And I don't know, maybe there's some way. Do we want him to like be successful? Do we want him to be like, wow, he actually like created a cult? I think it would be funnier. The the most funny is if he's super successful. Like I think that's hilarious. Okay. I almost think like the most exciting part of this story would be like the part that the audience would like to watch would be kind of like him creating these different rules and stuff. So what if we yeah. had like a situation where it's almost like a Comic-Con looking thing where like he's sitting at this – uh, table on a stage with a microphone and he's got like just tons of people out there listening to him and they're asking him questions and he's answering with these ridiculous answers so it's like okay. someone's like uh it says in your book that tuesday is the holy day why why is that and he's like obviously because it's taco tuesday taco tuesday is a very <laughs> holy religious day in our religion and like he just he creates and he's just kind of riffing and making it up as he goes okay the whole like scene like rule creation is kind of funny the only thing Mm -hmm. i'm thinking about is like if he's going to be successful at the religion it's like what a you know what conflict is there like what challenges is he facing and i could maybe see a situation where it's like there's like an antagonist character who like never believed him in or he has like some beef with and he like almost like creates rules in the religion to like get back at this one guy or something. <laughs> that That's funny. OK. Uh, what if we had rivaling cult leaders? 
I'm not sure if we want to explain like a whole second cult in a short. <laughs> it's like we got to create a whole nother religion. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So it, does that make our cult leader the protagonist or do we want him to be the bad guy? I think, yeah, he's the most interesting person in the story, I think. I think we could have him as a main character. Okay. So in that case, we do need uh, like a foil. We need something. We need a conflict. What if it's like his wife or something? Like what if (laughs) maybe like his wife is like, okay, you need to give up on your writing career. You need to get a real job. And then he's almost like, yeah, see, people believed in me. And he starts becoming like this whole control freak because like he's used to being a god to all these other people that's like he can't be told to like do the dishes or take out the trash by his wife maybe he like divorces her or something marries someone in the cult but then like i don't know maybe at the end there's something where like he misses her or his wife like calls him out on his bs or something yeah we we need like hmm because i feel like we have a great character we just need a little bit more of a plot what is a cult leader's worst nightmare just that people realize that you're just a guy and you're not really special and you don't have any special knowledge and like all the like generic good things you're saying about how to be a good person like people could just figure out on their own okay and also like people people join cults people get sucked into them because they like the community they like having a structure where they have other people around them that are looking out for them and that love and care for them and they'll give up, like, so many of their own, like, personal freedoms and rights, like, just to have that, like, companionship and sense of belonging. So I guess also, like, cult members, like, losing that. Like, that's the main thing would that's keeping there. them there. Yeah. They would they would lose all of the, the attention and everything. That would be the, the worst case. So cult leader has to do blank in order to stop blank, right? So... If his worst nightmare is is people not following him, not giving him attention. So our cult leader has to do blank in order to keep people from leaving his cult or. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Or or maybe it could be like I feel like what what's inevitably the downfall of a lot of cult leaders is they get like too power hungry and they try to like wield like the power of their subordinates like a bit too much. So I don't know. It could be like we could still have that like he's like successful in building a cult, but then maybe he tries to like do something too big. Oh yeah. Okay. You know what would also be funny? What? If he builds this successful cult and then he doesn't know what to do with it. So it's like he's got all of these people and he's like, All right, everybody buy my new book and they're all like but you have all our money and he's like oh uh oh okay and so now he has no one to buy his new book because they he already has all of their money or something like that <laughs> and they're just yeah that could so be something like, yeah we're we're here we're devoted to you and you <laughs> we gave you all of our money all of our possessions like you have everything but what he really wants is people to like him and like his book but they can't buy his yeah. book. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I have I have another kind of out there idea. I don't want to like pivot too hard off. So if this is going to derail us, we could always rate it back. But I've a uh, I recently like kind of fell in a rabbit hole of like famous like pet Instagrams and like 
dogs with a lot of followers what if a dude like made a cult like around his dog or something and like the oh, dog sh- was a deity and he pretended to be like communicating whatever the dog said but then uh okay yes this is way better than where we were going let's move forward with this idea <laughs> okay because what if here's yeah. the obvious problem right he's okay. created this cult he's making all this money by pretending that his dog is this deity everyone uh-huh. worships this dog and then the dog dies. Yeah, because the dog's going to die in like eight years or something. <laughs> it's like he accidentally kills the dog. And so now he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And like I can okay. hear like some dialogue where he's like, he's like, ladies and gentlemen, do you all believe in a God? And everybody's <laughs> like, yeah. And he goes, and what is God backwards? And everyone's <laughs> <Dog>. like, oh, <laughs> dog. And he's just like, I rest my case. I, okay. Yeah. I like the idea that like, let's stick with him like being a wannabe author, like an author that never made it. And so like he already has this stuff written, but then he just, he's a, he's lonely and not successful. His only friend is his dog. But then he like writes all this stuff around his dog. Like maybe he writes like kind of like fan fiction around his dog and like all his Instagram <laughs> posts are like from the dog's perspective. And the dog is like saying all these like good quotes about like how to be a good person and love other people. And then, you know, people rapidly start like worshiping the dog. And yeah, the turning point is... The dog dies and he has to figure out how he's going to carry on the religion and not lose any power without the dog. He's got to like find some way to convince everyone that he's the deity, not the dog or something like that. Yeah. Or just weekend and Bernie it. <laughs> like the, the, or he keeps buying new dogs. He tries to buy like a decoy dog. But like something happens and they could all tell. He, like he goes to the pet store to get the same dog, but they don't have the same dog. So he's like, uh-huh. well, maybe maybe they won't notice if I grab this dog. And it's a completely different type of dog. <laughs> this could be like a fun dynamic, right? So it's okay. uh, he's got this big cult following. They're following this dog. The dog dies. All right. Well, the uh-huh. dog dies. So what does he do to try to to fix that? He goes and he buys a different dog. Well, what goes wrong then? Well, so he tries to fix that, but then that goes wrong, and then that goes wrong. And then as he keeps trying to fix it, it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. So basically the short film, the duration of the film would be just us watching this man keep trying to fix the situation but making it worse and worse. Okay, yeah. So what would what would be the immediate first action after the dog dies? Well, what would you do? You have all these people that are really looking up to this dog, and you accidentally kill the dog. What's your first action? Again, first action is, because I feel like a, this has happened in real life in a lot of cases, is you try <laughs> to get a dog of the same breed that looks almost exactly alike. But now, like, you're famous for being a pet owner. So, like, every, every like, pet store employee, like, probably knows something about the deity dog. And so you can't just, like, walk up to somewhere. So you got to do it super <laughs> secretively. So, like, you got to have someone really close to you that's going to help you secure the decoy dog. But, like, this is, like, a super big secret if it got to ruin you. So, like, how are you going to 
get him not to tell maybe you get the decoy dog but like people worship the dog so much they start to notice minor inconsistencies where it's like he usually didn't ling wag his tail that way or he doesn't like the food he used to like or something okay what about this what if like you said he goes to the dog store to get the new dog uh but he does it himself and someone takes a picture of him leaving the the pet store with this dog I don't think he'd be dumb enough to like go to a pet store in public. He'd at least like he'd send someone else to get it or he'd, like order it online or something. Order a dog online. <laughs> I don't know if he could do that, but well, because if if he, someone took a picture of him buying a new dog, well, then that's a new problem for him to solve, right? Because like it has to go wrong. Yeah, I think there's another way it could go wrong though. I feel like that's just that's just too lazy of an oversight for him to like be seen in public <laughs> getting a new dog. Okay, we could we could just like instead of having a whole string of events over like the course of a few days or something, it's just like maybe maybe the dog was like supposed to present at one of the cult services. Like they were supposed to parade the dog around for some really big event and the dog dies like right before that. Like oh, like twenty so minutes before like- this big thing. Okay, yeah, because that adds that adds more suspense to it, right? Because now it's yeah. a time crunch. Now yeah. we're under the clock. And he could even at one point, like, maybe, like, bring the dog's body out and pretend that it's, like, sleeping. But then, <laughs> I don't know, some random person throws something and that it doesn't move and everyone's like, oh. <laughs> okay, so... So maybe there's like a there's a big church service or something. What 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 do we think a service is like at this place? Like what is a cult that worships a dog like? So if the dog is the religious figure, I think the owner has to pretend that like I understand the dog's words. So maybe yeah. like they just they sit the dog up there and it barks and then the dude's like, "Well, what the dog meant to say was we're now tied to thirty percent now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet, and like they all sit on the like on the floor, and they like kind of like sit on their hands and knees like a dog, and they all like instead of like saying amen or clapping or something, they all bark. Yeah, <laughs> and it is like super weird. They're all wearing collars. Yeah, oh, and no. like that's what that's how they yeah. like identify each other. They have collars with their names on it. Part of me wants to like delve more into like how this cult happened <laughs> just because it's so unique to like have a group of people worshiping an animal. The climax has to be the dog dying though. Yes. Yeah. For sure. And then yeah. what would be really funny, what, and you know, leading into our resolution could really be him trying to, to fix that. Maybe he just carries the dog out there and he's like, our hound and savior has fallen asleep he's very tired and so church will be done by just me today as long as that's okay with everyone and everyone's just like of course bark 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 and then like he gets a little carried away and he drops it and the draw and the dog's body just hits the ground and everybody's like oh "Oh." and everyone's like oh my gosh and then they think that he just killed the dog in front of him in front of like all of them People, people are gonna hate this though. They aren't gonna want to watch <laughs> dogs. Just... Oh yeah, we wouldn't be able to do this. Like we would not be able to film this. Like we would... <laughs> Peta would like send us eighteen emails before they even finished it. You know what? Okay, let's just let's keep in mind climax of the film. The dog dies. 
Let's go back to like the <laughs> beginning because I like the idea that like it starts out as like an Instagram dog and yeah. maybe the dude, I know we said like writer before. What if he was like an unsuccessful like pastor? What if he like went to seminary and everything? And so he like oh. knows religion because of that. That would be smart. Cause I mean, yeah. I think about that a lot. Like I go to this school and everyone wants to be a pastor. There's only so uh-huh. many churches. There are. Yeah. And so they're like, I'm going to start my own. But yeah, so I would imagine that like dogs popular on Instagram, he posts, he writes things from the perspective of the dog and it's just like good <laughs> things like everybody love each other. We're all the same on the inside or just random generic good quotes like that. And then somehow he has to make the jump from this is an Instagram dog to actually the dog is saying these things and uh, the dog's a deity. <laughs> the dog, yeah, I guess it's just kind of, it's difficult to in you know a few pages show this entire growth right so it kind of has to be kind of quick yeah yeah so I'm trying to think how like other cults really got off the ground because uh yeah again a big one is like taking an existing religion and kind of jumping off it a little bit so maybe whatever he studied whatever he's trying to be a pastor or a priest or whatever for it's gonna be like well actually this this dog okay maybe maybe he's a pastor Mm-hmm. He's not successful, and maybe he 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 kind of realizes like no one really cares what I have to say, so he starts an Instagram page called the Dog Pastor or whatever, and he just kind of takes pictures of his dogs, and then he writes his messages in the point of view of the dog. Yeah, and he's thinking this is going to be a clever way for people to you know listen to my my pastoring. Okay, because everyone yeah. loves dogs. Yeah. But then it gets way out of hand way quickly. Okay, yeah. It's like a it's like he almost like he breaks off a sect of Christianity where it's like I dropped my toast and my toast was like shaped like Jesus or something. Like, you know, those kind of people. <laughs> yeah. Also, I want to bring up one interesting thing I just remembered was in Catholicism, there actually is a dog that's a saint. Okay, what's the dog's name? Saint Gwittyfort, Gwittyfort, I think, G-U-I-N-E-F-O-R-T. So there is a dog? They said that miracles happened around the dog's grade, or grave, excuse me, miracles happened around the dog's grave. Okay, yeah, this is good stuff. The Catholics are doing all the work for us. Yeah, yeah, so he could say that, like, you know, there's been a saint dog before. This is just another saint dog, and I like what you were saying, that, like, yeah. (laughs) What if is he calls it the second coming of Saint Guadalorf? <laughs> Guinefort, I think. That actually that sounds like right. <laughs> Saint Guinefort. Yeah, yeah. Saint Guinefort. 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 Okay, yeah. But I like what you were saying that he's a preacher and just as like a sermon illustration the on the dog's Instagram posts like little bits of sermons or lessons like from the dog's perspective. But then somebody gets it confused that like, wait, the dog's telling you all these things. Maybe that's like a scene where someone's like, well, why is your dog so smart? And he's just like, ha ha. Yeah, he's pretty great. And the, the dude's serious. And he's like, no, like, really? Like, how does your dog know everything? Like, your dog is my favorite preacher. He's like, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> But then he like Googles dogs and stuff. He comes across this dog, St. Guinefort. He's like, wait a minute. 
And then you just cut to him at a sermon saying, I've come to a revelation. God has given me a revelation. Snuggles over here. Uh, God spoke to me and says, Snuggles is a saint. (laughs) Okay, yeah, for a while. All that stuff I've been posting on my Instagram was God speaking to me through this dog. (laughs) Okay, yes, exactly. And to make that transition a little less clunky, I feel like a lot of cults have to do with money. Yeah. So what if it's like a kind of thing where when that you know that someone comes up to him and he's like, "Yo, your dog is so smart. Your dog has made me a better person. I I don't want to live another day <laughs> without your dog being my my pastor." And he's about to be like, "Dude, you're a psychopath. It's just a dog." Uh-huh. But then that person's like, "Here's my five thousand dollars for <laughs> for your dog," and he's like, "Oh, thank you." Yeah. Or maybe like a super fan travels to his house or something like completely uninvited. And he's like, no, you can't see the dog go away. And he's like, no, I will literally pay anything to see Snuggles. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, yeah, he really? pulls out now, like a wad of now cash. Now we're talking. He pulls out like a wad of cash. He's like, I will give you $3,000 for you to let St. Snuggles to bless me, please. They say that the licks of St. Snuggles <laughs> give you 40 years of good virtue. Like, <laughs> And okay. I also like the idea of this cult being built in a subreddit. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, if it starts as an Instagram dog, I would imagine that there are several people like the super fan that are just, like, kind of spread out all over the place. After this one incident, he's, like, reading comments. He sees, wait a minute, I could do something here. Then it grows to where, like, he opens a church. And it could be called, you know, the Church of of Snuggles. The the church, (laughs) St. Snuggles Church or whatever. And he's, like, he's packing out the house every Sunday. Okay, Thinking like how to structure this opening scene is just like the pastor, you know, he's like doing some pastor stuff, takes a picture of Snuggles, looks in his sermon notes and writes like a kind of neat little quote or something from Snuggles, not Snuggles, but, you know, posted on his Instagram, quoted around him. He gets a few likes or like a lot of likes because it's popular and he's like, oh, okay, that's cool. Gets back to work. Next scene he's chilling at his house. Maybe establish that something just bad happened with his church or something, like he didn't get a job he wanted. Then some person comes up knocking on his door, and he's like, hey, I'm sorry to bother you, but I'm a big fan of Snuggles. He changed my life. And he's like, oh, that's great. Yeah, Snuggles is cool. And it's like, no, like, really, Snuggles saved me. I need to see Snuggles. And he's like, you know, you know that, like, the dog's not posting. He's like, no, I have to see Snuggles. I will pay anything to see Snuggles. And since he's down on his like, he's like, well, okay. Okay. And then he sees this person worship the dog. He's like, wow, this is really strange. He reads some comments. There are like some other people out there like it. He does his research, finds St. Guinefort, and he's like, wait a minute, this is it. And then maybe next scene, I like, I like, I feel like there's some intrinsic conflict because we don't want everything to just go right for him. I feel like there'd be some great conflict in like the first church service or the first time he tries to pitch the idea to people that this dog is a deity. Yeah. And you kind of like walk through the ups and downs of him, like trying to rationalize it. Yeah. Okay. So what would that look like? Maybe he's at his church, the church that he pastors. I'm thinking something along the lines of, I don't know if you saw that Ethan Hawke movie, First Reformed, but he's the pastor of a super small church, is being kept afloat by a mega church, and I don't know, there's all sorts of politics that like could lead 
to like the church just not surviving. So like his church might not survive, but uh, yeah, you open on him. He's walking up to preach a sh- sermon. He has the dog there. He's live streaming it on the dog's Instagram account. He's just like, so God spoke to me in a vision, you know, dog spelled backwards is God. And you've been keeping <laughs> up with my dog's Instagram. You've noticed him posting a lot of things. It's actually been the dog speaking through me. God's talking to this dog. He brings up, there was a dog saint once. And you could tell that the, uh, the actual in-person congregation is very confused. But the people on the Instagram are a little more into it. Yeah. Hmm. Actually, maybe... Then I'm just trying to find like the source of conflict in this. It could be that like he has a small congregation that's really into him, but like some of them kind of aren't on board with transitioning into worshiping a dog. Well, what if what if the conflict is that the followers become a bit too hardcore and they start doing these like terrible things okay. based off of his preachings, right? So like they start like bringing like dead cats on Sunday and they're like, I killed this cat with my bare hands. And it's just like, wait, what? Why would you do that? And they're like, well, you said last week that, (laughs) that cats are, are the face of all evil and dogs are the face of righteousness. And so I'm ridding the world of evil, just like you told me to. And it's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then, so it starts becoming super overwhelming. The climax is the dog dies right before he goes out there and uh, he's trying to cover it up. He's trying to make them not realize the dog is dying. And during it, during while he's trying to, he fumbles the dog, the dog falls off the stage and hits the ground with a splat. The whole room just goes, (gasps) and he goes, no, it's not what he looks like. It was, he was already dead. And they just riot. Like they, they try to kill him for killing their God. Huh? And maybe okay. the ending, depending on how dark you want to get, <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we could either do like, we <laughs> they could kill him, you know? And so now he's dead because of his own actions. Okay. We could do that. Because uh... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like how funny okay, okay. would that you know, be? I do think it's funny. I try to think of how we simplify. Uh <laughs> <laughs> what's what's not simple about you know cult members killing their cult leader for killing their god you know what i mean like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah all right all right all right if i'm picturing the short film uh we just start really quick with you know the pastor posting as the dog the one run in with the super fan the moment he realizes this this could be a religion quick scene where he pitches the religion and none of these very long. Uh, and then you maybe like do another scene where you just cut to like a service like a few years later where the dog has a following and everyone's worshiping the dog. And he's built like his entire life, you know, on top of this dog. And then he goes out and accidentally kills it. OK. Yeah, and, and maybe to like really establish in a very quick scene, we could do a thing where like the dog is sitting like at the pulpit or whatever, at the, you know, on the stage, and they and you, the camera just sees like twenty five people just bowing to this dog, just like over and over, and then we we kind of see like the smugness of our main character's face, just being like, oh yeah, I've done it, and, and maybe even like a like just kind of like an insert shot of like 
what's it called the the plate the um the offering plate yeah the offering plate going around and just people chucking money in it and it's just like oh yeah it's all coming together i kind of want to see just to like ground it like more in the realm of like real life cults you gotta see that like a lot of people have been like they're missing a whole lot from their lives and this dog like fills that hole and like gives them something positive to rally around i like the idea of like hearing stories about how the dog changed their life <laughs> so it's almost like a an aa meeting where people are taking turns telling about how saint snuggles has changed their life for the better and it's just like almost like a montage of different like yeah i was like pointing a finger both at uh both at cults but also on like celebrity in a way particularly yeah. like animal celebrities right? <laughs> but yeah i'm just trying to think of an interesting way to like wrap this up because like up until this point like things have gone this dude's way i i personally think we should go with the uh <laughs> uh with the he kills the dog and so they kill him <laughs> <laughs> okay okay uh you know that's something to go with i'm trying to because, okay, if he's building his entire livelihood around this dog, you know he's being super careful with it. Like, you know that, like, he's not letting anybody except for him touch the dog. He's got, like, oh, yeah. five full-time vets. Oh, yeah. So, like, what would be the situation where it died? Okay, so let's let's picture it. So he's backstage. He's holding the dog. He's about to go out. I almost think that, like, I'll let you finish a minute, but I, I almost think it'd be, like, more interesting if he's exposed as a fraud and, like, that's, like, the main turning point. Like, if somebody discovered that, like, he actually isn't talking to the dog or whatever. Because, like, if you think about it, we're setting up, he's, like, pulling a con job. Mm. And so I feel like the natural, like, solution of that would be his con fails overall. And, like, there could yeah. be... Just because it's kind of funny, we could still have the dying dog, but somehow it need to play in like unraveling the truth around this incident that he just took a normal dog and put his own words to it. Well, okay, so what if we what if he gets exposed as a fraud because the dog dies, right? Yeah. He he walks on stage anyway, and he's still doing his thing where like he puts his head up to the dog's mouth and he's like, Ah oh, yes, Saint Snuggles is saying this. And then there's just kind of like a murmur through the the crowd, and then someone just yells out, and they're just like, "That dog's dead." <laughs> and he's yeah. like, "No, no, Saint Snuggles isn't dead. He's he's just fine, aren't you, Snuggles?" And he he makes an obvious like fake dog. He goes, bow, 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 and he's like, <laughs> and then everyone kind of yeah. wakes up, and they're just like, "Wait a second, you you're not talking to that dog. That dog's dead. Have you been lying this whole time?" Okay, yeah, th this is kind of going somewhere because again, like I think. Maybe he he doesn't drop the dog because like one thing, like the one like big kicker in his plan that he knows the whole time is going to come back to bite him is that dogs don't live that long. And so <laughs> he knows when he's constructed his entire livelihood and he's got thousands of people worshiping this dog. It's like even with the best veterinary care or whatever, I've already had this dog for a while. It's probably got six years tops and then like on the sixth <laughs> year you could tell it's a big event and he needs to take the dog out and the dog is like weak and it's old it's a blind it doesn't know where it is yeah. and maybe yeah it just dies of old age on the stage and so he's preaching the dog gives one final like Arr! 
surf. And he's like, yeah. So <laughs> that was the dog saying, uh, we're actually increasing ties to 40% of our income. <laughs> <laughs> and then he tries to get the dog to bark more and it doesn't. He like pats it on the head a little, doesn't move. He pokes it and then he realizes, oh no. <laughs> and so you see him try to fumble throughout the rest of the service, like you were saying. Yeah. Trying to pretend like the dog's alive when it's not. And then when somebody sees him talking as the dog, but the dog's dead, that's how they know it's all a fraud and that's how it's uncovered. And then he drops the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he could he could accidentally bump the table that the dog is sitting on and its body just kind of oh. flops off. And you just hear the audible like oh from yeah, the, the the visual of the crowd just watching their god hit the floor is so funny to me. It's in my contract. We have to use that. Okay. Yes, yes, okay. <laughs> That's and gonna be my would, new thing. Yeah. It's in my contract, Robert. It's we in have your to contract. Do that. <laughs> You aren't going to do the, the lucrative written by pod <laughs> sign on for another season. If <laughs> don't get 10 million and your, your gasping sound effect. I'm a Joe Rogan. This I'm gonna get $20 million. Okay. And then I would imagine the very end, like after, after he accidentally bumps the table, the dog flops to the ground. Everyone gasps. He tries to like save face. Uh, He's trying to be like, oh, no, uh, the devil did it. No one's buying it. He's like, uh, well, actually, the spirit has left the dog. It's now just in me. I'm the spirit. No one's buying it. And he's like, OK, look, I made this whole thing up. But honestly, like, what does it matter? Like, the dog still had a good effect on you. This whole community, all this happiness in your life happened because of me. Like, who cares if it was real or not? And then he just, you know, he goes on the whole tangent of, like, don't be mad at me. Don't be sad that the dog's dead. Be glad of all the good times you had with the dog. And it doesn't matter if it's real or not. <laughs> it's about how it made you feel. <laughs> yeah, it's not about what your God is. It's about what you learned from it along the way. And then an angry mob just like runs up to him, like you think he turned the crowd, and then someone's like, "Get him!" And then he just yeah, yeah. <laughs> get him! <laughs> and people start yelling things like, "Hey, I gave you my car!" And then someone else is like, "I gave him twenty thousand dollars!" And then this third guy's like, "I gave him my wife!" <laughs> and he's just like, "Uh oh!" And then he runs, and then that's the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, I think we have a basic run of events let's just try to like strengthen it a little <laughs> in like because again this like i so would yeah want to try to like because like i'm super into cults i find the fascinating to study i want to like try to tie it all in with a great theme like what if this short is asking the question does it matter if your religion isn't real i find that a fascinating thing somebody made a documentary yeah. where they like they essentially like made a fake religious figure and they got a lot of people to follow it. And even though it was fake, like the documentary delved into a lot about how like people's lives were improved and like people like got over like big hurdles in their life because of this fake religion. So it's almost like, is it a fake religion if it was so beneficial? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, to establish that we do have to hear people say, a lot of things about how the dog changed their life. Like if that's going to be the theme, like yeah. that has to be somewhere in it, Yeah. which I'm trying to think of like, For maybe sure. if we could just, we could get to the religion a lot quicker. I don't think we can yeah, make this film without seeing it start from the bottom up. Cause that 
will be interesting to a lot of people, but maybe if we could like find a way to make that quick. Yeah. So I think our last idea was the the Instagram idea, right? So yeah. What's yeah. a way we can show that pretty briefly? Okay. So let's just maybe we could nix the part where the super fan shows up on his front door. Cause that's a long scene, <laughs> but yeah, maybe we could just distill it down to like down and out pastor has an Instagram dog posts little tidbits of like religious advice as the dog. Maybe he like reads like a comment from like one of these super fans. It's like your dog changed my life. And then oh, I want to make it kind of cinematic. I don't know how to make just like looking at Instagram comments or like maybe seeing like people making a YouTube video about this dog changed my life. This dog knows more than most people. Uh, well, maybe maybe the shot is, you know, we just see his face and his face is lit up with this, with the, you know, the, the glow of the screen. Yeah. And we hear like in their voices what he's reading. Right. Okay. That's fun. Yeah. So instead of like the kind of like modern thing, which is like the text popping up on screen and stuff like that, we would be hearing it. So he's just sitting there and there's the glow on his face and his eyes are wide. And we're just hearing all of these different people kind of talking at the same time. This dog changed my life. I don't know what I would do if I didn't have these posts every day. And just like it's all layering on top of each other. Okay. Yeah. Putting all that together, you start the film. We see that he's a preacher. Because he's just, he's dressed like one. He's at his desk writing down notes. A Bible is open. So we know he's working on a sermon. Uh, he looks over at his dog, takes a picture of him, opens the dog's Instagram. We see that there's an account with a lot of followers. And we just see him write a little, you know, a little sermon bit, post it as the dog. Maybe later, like maybe this is like the end of the day. We see like, I don't know, like maybe like an eviction notice on like his church building or something. Just something that we <laughs> see. So it's like one shot. You see him super sad. He opens up the Instagram to look at the comments from the dog post from earlier. And then you have that part you were talking about. Glow on the face. We hear all the Instagram comments. And then you just see something light up in his face. You cut to... The live stream of him going, so I'm the dog's owner. Uh, the dog's been speaking through me. Dog spelled backwards is God. There was a dog who was a saint. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, maybe cut to like a small church service getting started. And you see a lot of people like attending. Okay, okay. Maybe it's like it's a Bible study. It's like whatever the dog equivalent of a Bible study is. And people are going around in a circle talking about the dog. He's there. They're talking about how, yeah, and I was down and out. I was a drug addict before I found this dog. It's like, yeah, I just needed some cute, fluffy ball of joy in my life. Uh, I was suicidal, but every day seeing that dog's posts and reading Scoo's messages made me want to live. And then we get to, yeah, the ultimate scene. It's like eight years later. The dog is weak. He goes out on stage with it. It dies on stage. <laughs> Tries the same face. <laughs> how, how does that sound? It does still I sound like, like a lot. It sounds like maybe at least a 10-pager, but it's you something. You that's fine. We yeah. usually do such short stuff. It's okay if we if we do a little bit of a longer one. Yeah, okay. It's not our financial budget that's making <laughs> it. <laughs> My one note. Yeah. Uh, the dog Bible should uh -huh. be called the ultimate. The ultimate. 
the ultimate, and we need a name for our cult leader character. Okay. Uh, I was thinking something creepy like Mordecai, maybe. <laughs> Mordecai. I like, yeah. What about Malachi? Ooh, Malachi. That's yeah, a biblical name, yeah. Yeah. All right, so Pastor Malachi, and I like Snuggles for the dog. <laughs> yeah, Saint Snuggles is hilarious. Saint Snuggles. I feel like we could probably call this Saint Snuggles. Yeah, okay, so I think we got we got a film. You want to go over this outline? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. All right, so we open up. Pastor Malachi, dressed in preacher robes, writing down notes with the Bible open. He's writing a sermon. He looks over at his dog, Snuggles, cute tiny little dog. He takes out his phone, takes a picture of the dog. We see on his phone that we're on the dog's personal Instagram account, and he has a lot of followers. He looks over at his sermon notes and transcribes some of them in the dog's description, but in quotes, so it looks like the dog is talking. And just giving a quick little lesson, something real cute about how to be a good person and appreciate life. Later on in the day, there's an eviction notice on the doors of his church. It's an old rundown building. Obviously not a lot of people go to this place. Inside, he's super sad. He opens up his phone, looks at the comments on Snuggle's Instagram, and all these people are commenting. We just see the glow on his face and we hear audio of the comments of, wow, this dog is so great. This dog posts so many great things. Uh, if I didn't know any better, I would think the dog was god himself or whatever <laughs> and the dude's face changes and he's like wait a minute i have an idea you see an instagram live it's pastor malachi holding snuggles and he says so i've been posting on this account for a while and you've seen all the great messages what you don't know is that the dog has actually been telling these messages to me the dog is talking directly to god and i know that might sound crazy but there was a dog that was a saint, St. Gwynefort, so there is precedence for this. And also, uh, God spelled backwards is dog, so... <laughs> it's all the evidence you need. You cut to a scene where now this, this, this religion has amassed a few followers. They're in a downstairs basement of a church having a Bible study around the dog. Pastor Malachi is preaching about how Snake Suggles is the ultimate and... <laughs> That's what they call their, their new additions to the Bible. He's saying some of the rules about this new dog religion. He's making some stuff up about how, you know, cats are all right, but can't enter the kingdom of heaven, stuff like that. And then people in this circle are telling all these stories about how, yeah, I was really suicidal. Like, I didn't see anything in life worth living until I saw this dog's Instagram. And this cute dog was just a little ray of light for me. And this other dude is like, yeah, I was a drug addict. I thought I would never get clean. But, like, reading the words that this dog said really helped me get better. And you hear all these things. And these are real people, like, in a circle in this basement, like, crying over this dog. And Pastor Malachi could see that this is having a real effect on people. He looks over at the dog. He's like, yeah, we're doing this. Eight years later, 
We hear chatter outside. They're in the wings of a stage. Three vets are looking at Snuggles, and they're like, he's not doing good. He's like, well, okay, okay, we need to get out there. He wheels Snuggles out. He's on this big pedestal, big fluffy little dog bed that he's sitting on, and you can tell he's not doing well. He's just laying there. Goes out on stage. There are hundreds of people. They're all cheery, and some of them have merch with Snuggles' face on it. They're wearing dog collars. They're wolfing instead of wooing, you know? <laughs> Pastor Malachi taps the mic. And he's like, thank you for coming to this week's service. Uh, today I'm going to uh, talk to the dog and preach about what he's saying. He looks over at the dog. It's groaning. It's muttering. It's in pain. He's like, yeah. So the dog basically said, this this month we're going to increase tithes to 40%. But uh, it's all going to a good cause. It's going to the dog religion, whatever it's called. And uh, he looks over at Snuggles again. Snuggles gives one final... <laughs> and then dies. <laughs> Pastor Malachi is like, yeah, so the dog just said right there, you all are doing great, and uh, you should all attend this fundraiser that we're having later on this week. What else you got to say, dog? Silence. <laughs> Looks over at him. He pets him a little bit. You can tell he's not moving. He's like, oh, uh, the, the dog is uh, asleep. He pokes it. It's dead. He's like, well, anyway, I mean, we'll continue on. Uh, let's just go over some like future events we got going on and whatnot. Someone is like, hey, wake the dog up. And uh, the dog doesn't move. And the crowd starts to murmur. He's like, no, 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 wait a minute. The dog is just, like, super tired, guys. Like, just believe me here. And he makes some big hand motion where he bumps the pedestal. The dog's body flops off and just lands with a thud on the ground. There's an audible around, like, the whole crowd. He's like, okay, uh, uh, so the dog is dead. Uh, oh, so sad. Uh, well, he's in a better place. Someone's like, wait a minute. You said something on the dog's behalf when it wasn't moving. Uh, explain that. And he tries to save face, tries to come up with some excuses. The crowd isn't having it. Finally, he's like, okay, you know what? Fine. I, the, I, I was the dog. The dog wasn't a deity. It wasn't saying anything. But honestly, guys, like... What, what does it even matter? Like, lives were changed. We have this beautiful community because of this dog who is still lying lopsided on the ground with its tongue out. <laughs> it's like, what does it even matter that... <laughs> What does it even matter that the dog wasn't real? All these beautiful relationships, all these lives changed happened because of this dog. There's a silence in the crowd. It looks like they're swayed. Someone's like, get him! And you just end <laughs> on the shot of like a hundred people just bum rushing the stage and him making a break for it. The end. Beautiful. That sound good? It, it's the ultimate short film, if you <laughs> ask the me. The ultimate, yeah. All right. I'm a, yeah, I'm a fan of it. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. That's fun. Yeah. What uh, what do we call this? I feel like Saint Snuggles is pretty funny. Saint Snuggles is good. I feel like immediately you're yeah. like, I gotta I gotta check out the Saint Snuggles film. It's a it's a like immediately you know that there's a dog who is a saint. It's like it's like the Air Buddy movies. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. a dog plays basketball? Sign me up. What if we somehow were able to get this like in the Air Bud cinematic universe? <laughs> it's like there's a dog that plays basketball. There's the dog that plays baseball. There's the dog that talks directly to God. <laughs> there's the dog that plays football. <laughs> That's really funny. 
Yeah. That is so funny. <laughs> why, would you, why would you take yeah, us well, out? I'm, I'm for it. All right. <clears throat> and this has been St. Snuggles, written by Robert Therrell and Chase Bridges. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. Dude, that's hilarious. Thank you so much for listening to this new episode of Written By. If you want to submit a story topic that goes into our bowl, we draw from at the beginning of each episode, you can email that to writtenbypodcast at gmail.com. Again, all your story suggestions go to writtenbypodcast at gmail.com. Who knows? You could be responsible for the next episode. You can follow me at Robert two underscores Isaac on Instagram. You can follow Chase at Chase Bridges two underscores. Also, check out our Written by Pod Instagram. It's at Written by Pod. We're posting a lot of funny memes, both related to the episodes and just related to writing in general. So check those out cover art taylor logry at taylor logry design this song produced by myself and andrew simmons you can find him at music by drew and if you like this episode maybe share it with a friend maybe leave a review we're a new show we're trying to grow all that really helps us out thank you so much and we'll see you next week